league does a great job talking to our guys. We had um, the league security rep come in and talk to the guys right when we got here. I mean, literally when we got here. That was part of the conversation that uh, was gambling. So he made it very clear. We didn't see the rules and regulations and temptations here, obviously, uh, in Las Vegas. So um, that, that was addressed, yes. Live from the BetMGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, you're tuned in to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. What is Andy Reid talking about? Temptations in Vegas? That never, never happens. By the way, BetMGM's given online sportsbook customers the opportunity to win a grand prize of up to $58,000 if you predict the most big game prop bet questions out of all of them that they've got there. You see it on the stream. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. You can watch those streams as well. Beautiful graphic up there. $58,000. You go in, just sign up. Get on the BetMGM Sportsbook app or the website. You go to the promotions tab. We've seen it. You've all done these before. It's free to play. That's one of the beauties of it. And there are, yes, probably some temptations there. Like, you know, staying out really late as opposed to going to bed early. Uh, that's, that's what Vegas does. That's see. That's, yeah, we were in bed by 8.30 last yep, night. Yep, all of us. Had in bed dinner, very, very early had last some water, night. a lot of water, and yep, then yep. we just... Went to bed. Yeah. Right after the show. <laughs> we are locked away in bed. Just locked in. Meanwhile, Pam Maldonado, Yahoo Sports, BetQL, uh, lives here six months out of the year. How yeah. do you keep yourself in line in a place like this? It Vegas is just time doesn't make sense here. I'll tell you what. If you want to, like, live in Vegas, you have to become the most disciplined person yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Otherwise, you could literally literally fall through the cracks so i have a strict regimen and i am talking about i am at the gym at 5 30 in the morning yeah i have my work done and i'm back at the gym in three in the afternoon Ooh, you two and days? I, I go to bed at 8 30 and i'm up at 4 30 to do it all again hold on two a days <laughs> even when you're not like competing though? i do cardio in the morning with okay. my steps and my steps mean i live right next to the sphere i'm so fortunate to live right next to the big ball thingy as mm. my friend likes to call it <laughs> It is the moon, and I know it's schedule. <laughs> Your friend's not the dude up on top, is he? <laughs> he wasn't. Okay. My friends actually thought that it was me. Pam, where are you right now? I'm just making sure. <laughs> so you have to have that type of discipline. Otherwise, yeah. you can like let loose. Friends call me at 11:30. You want to go? No, I'm asleep. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, I'm not going to the club. I got 4.30. <laughs> we got back probably when you were going to the gym, Tristo, Tristo, we went to bed early last night. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, in other days, not, yes. not like yeah, recently, yeah, yeah. but yeah. like in general, you know, Vegas can really take it out of you, Pam. How has the transition been? You're six months here, mm -hmm. six months in Austin, back and forth. That's central time, or, right? Central. central time, West Coast time managing multiple shows yeah you're disciplined on those regimens yep. like how do you do what you do in that way but on like two different time zones so the time zone hasn't really been a factor what has been like a huge difference is when i'm in vegas i am in full grind mode i'm talking about i'm working seven days a week i don't have a day off i have a block of time off that kind of really goes out the window when i've spent a couple days back in austin i did take three trips from september to um now spending a couple days in Austin and I sleep in, I kind of like, oh, I'm not going to really work out today. Or like, hey, I'm going to go have a cocktail for dinner. Like I get, I all of a sudden find time. But it's like, as soon as you step off that plane and back in Vegas, it's like, <laughs> what is the football spread for the week? I got to focus. <laughs> so it like just changes. So I can appreciate that dynamic I've allowed myself. Any, uh, all right. So let's actually, let's talk a little golf. Do you have anything in the, uh, anything coming up this weekend? I need some bets. If you're not betting Justin Thomas to win, 
at this point. What haven't are you doing? Haven't done it yet. What are you doing with but your I life? Could. It's Thomas. coming. It's coming. Um, I really didn't look at the head to head market this week. Okay. I think this is a tournament, the waste management one. I have been fortunate to one, play the course um, just as a general spectator when I used to live in Vegas back in the day and two, actually see this tournament live in person. So I'm very familiar with the course. You need a player that is an all around good, good tee to green, good around the green. A long ball can hit it. A short, a good iron player can hit it. So I'm looking for the well-rounded. And Justin Thomas right now is coming into this with some of the best form that we have seen, not just as of late, yeah. but I'm talking about in the last couple of years of Justin Thomas, this is the best version of him. He's right there to, to Scotty Scheffler as far as get a little bit of luck with that putter. Yeah. He, a win is on the way. Yeah. This is I'm one, rolling. This is one one, of the most raucous tournaments, though. Right. Like Tiger didn't want to play there because fans are crazy. The 16th <laughs> oh, yeah. tee box uh -huh. is like just people throwing beer cans. Oh, yeah. They're yelling. I mean, that's what it is. It's an absolute party. Yep. So what players mentally, or do you look at the mental side of things when you're handicapping just this tournament above, you know, the others? Because I know you're an analytical mm. person that doesn't like to psychoanalyze <laughs> your bets. I would say, like, out of a, a lot of the players, I would say that mentally they're equipped to handle the crowd, the noise, the uh, just it's such a vibrant tournament, right? The one player that immediately comes to mind that's like, okay, you might get irked with is Patrick Cantley. He's so methodical, so slow. He, his vibes he's like the guy that you don't want to invite to the dinner party like no we're gonna go for cocktails and he wants to grab drinks for dinner like no i want to have fun i want to go to the club that's what this tournament is yeah. Yeah. that is not patrick hantley by any means so he's not somebody that i would be betting um just for also vibes like i don't want to be following him at this type Ugh. of tournament yeah <laughs> yeah this is supposed to be where it's fun. This exactly. is, everything's different. You're like, it's funny, though, when you talk about the discipline when you come here, everybody else is the opposite. We throw discipline pretty much out the window. How much has this, just this whole town, this whole city changed with not just legalized sports betting around the right. country, but now, I mean, look at this. Like, we've got a Super Bowl here, and I, I always find it, I found it just this week alone, talking to everybody that's either lived here or short-term, long-term, like, to just get the experience of the evolution of Vegas now being not shunned by the NFL, but the complete opposite. They're all in on everything going on here. Well, so you're you're asking me this question, and I'm looking at this from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. When I used to live here from 2012 to 2017, I was here for poker. Yeah. So I lived on the strip, basically, at Bellagio, at the Wynn, yeah. and late nights at Planet Hollywood. And yes. I'm talking about 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well. Different kind of discipline, <laughs> baby. It was a different <laughs> kind of meme right here. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I'm here for sports, yeah. I've seen both kind of evolutionize because poker since died down. It's revamping up itself again. Mm -hmm. yeah. But sports here is like, this is a legitimate sports town. Yes. On any given night, you can see every jersey you're like even in the middle of march you're seeing the cowboys you know like people over here sporting the cowboys gear you're seeing the 49ers when i got off the plane a week ago because i came back from austin it was nothing but 49ers jerseys like this is a legitimate sports town it gets rowdy it gets wild every not even sports book that you go to every sports bar that you go to it is loud and proud and this is something that i never experienced five years ago when it was not sports yet. It was prior to the Golden Knights getting here. It's entirely changed. Yeah, that's why you're the GOAT, by the way, because I'm also a poker player. And Steve management, like you never yeah. leave the table on a heater at 4 a.m. It's true. I got true. caught out at 6.30 a.m. the other night. He came back at 6.30 in the morning oh on God. Monday. Yeah. Wait, where did you play? So I Bellagio. Okay, okay. Yeah. that's what I had, I, I had a good night. I love the Aria, 
and yeah. I still love the win. The win's always going to have my heart. Yeah. And honestly, if you want like legit grind in the poker world, yeah. play the late night, midnight to like 6 a.m. hours at Planet Hollywood. Holy heck. Like that is a, <laughs> yeah. that, that, you'll see some things. Yeah. <laughs> I used to come up here with my buddies for the World Series of Poker, you yeah. know, and it'd be like we were either going home in four or five days or we would be going home in like 24 hours. But uh -huh. all right, I guess we'll talk about the uh, big game. The <laughs> Niners are two point favorites. The total now 47 and a half. Anything that you like? Any player props or side or total here? I am writing something that I have been writing for weeks and I'm talking about 10 plus weeks and that is the Chiefs second half under yeah. yes and that is the Chiefs fourth quarter under now 18 and 2 for the second half to the under and now 19 and 1 in the fourth quarter under and why because the Chiefs defense nobody is talking I'm sure a lot of people are actually talking about it but Steve Spagnuolo's defense yeah. it is elite we're not even talking about oh it's a really good defense no this is a defense that knows how to come out second half adjustments yeah. have been so elite unlike we have ever seen especially in the Andy Reid era we're known for the Chiefs for having an offense kind of erase that from your memory I know it's Patrick Mahomes but I'm looking at this as Steve Spagnuolo's defense yeah what about like the running back props because we've seen what Kansas City is most susceptible to we saw that with the Bills right mm -hmm. you had over 100 rushing yards combined for the Bills Ravens obviously they don't even try to establish the run they abandon it immediately Chiefs I think 23rd in, in the league in terms of uh, rushing yards allowed per game same thing on the other side in the playoffs for the Niners even though they're one of the better run defenses like overall of the season when you're talking about Christian McCaffrey I think his numbers are in the 90s now in terms of rushing yards right. you're talking about Pacheco his attempts are 15 and a half his rushing yards are I think in the 70s the last right. time I saw like what is that is the running back the move for you or, or are there other player props outside that you like better so that's a two-part question because I th I'm personally a, bird a better that if I like the Chiefs to win, which I do, on the money line, plus 115. Me too, girl. What? Yeah, let's go. Come on, let's go. Oh, you're the, al you're the alternate either, spread, either too. Yeah, to I got like alternate minus bottles. seven as well. Ooh, Chris like is all in on the Chiefs. I'm going to have to consider that one for sure because um, I really can see this being like a 23-10 type of game mm -hmm. where the defense does shut down the 49ers. Same. And why? So Christian McCaffrey, this is going to be yeah. – People are talking about him getting the MVP. He's going to have like a 100-yard rushing game. Hey, that is all good and well. Potentially, that could happen. But how do you counter somebody like a Christian McCaffrey? And that is you go blitz heavy. Tell me that Steve Spagnola does not have a game plan for maybe you're not going to shut him down, but you are going to counter it. And the way you do that is by doing blitz relentlessly. And there's no defense in every – put somebody put a defender in every gap. And the way you do that is by getting to Brock Purdy also. Like, you're going to have to really attack. And this is a pass rush from the Chiefs that has the ability to do so. I like Chris Jones over two and a half sacks. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's a lot of defensive sacks that you can look at. I know you want to look at the running back, passing yards, Patrick Mahomes, rushing yards. Look at this, the, the defense. If I like the under, if I like the Chiefs, Agreed. how are they going to get it done? Yeah. By that defense. Yeah. So that, that's a play that I would be attacking. Yeah. Now, on the other side of the ball, if you are talking about Isaiah Pacheco, I do love his rushing yards. Yeah. yeah. I think that's this ever since they've implemented him here in like the second half of the season he is like such a mean aggressive runner stays low to the ground and he's just, just like a bulldozer that pounds through when i watch him i really think of like he is like the, the bloodied bull that is going after his matador and because of that i'm like oh yeah you are a scary type of running run yeah, player yeah. similar to that of mccaffrey of course i'm not comparing the two but i'm just talking about when you know the susceptibility of the 49ers defense I'm just looking at if you have an offense that can exploit and the defense to complement, that's why I love the Chiefs. I will say this, though, with Pacheco. I'm with you. Love Pacheco. Ever since somebody pointed out to me he runs like a little kid trying out his shoes at a store, 
I can't unsee it anymore. I can't unsee He's that. got like this like stompy run. I can't I can't unsee it anymore. So it is what it is. But you know what? It's so true. Like the fact that they've gotten him so much more involved in that offense mm -hmm. has made such a difference, especially with he's a threat out of the backfield. You're not wrong to compare him to Christian McCaffrey. Maybe they're not the same player, right. but he has that ability to be a pass catcher out of the backfield as well. And that makes a huge difference for a team that, as we know, uh, the wide receivers just can't catch the football besides Rasheed Rice. You can so. compare the two as far as effectiveness. Yes. And you're both effective. I will take the team with effectiveness and defense. Exactly. And Chiefs that's, minus seven, baby. Right, well, <laughs> well, look, at they got Bar Barkley's at the Auburn hey, game right now. Home. There you oh, go. PJ, they're up five. <laughs> Auburn's up five. I'm with you still. Here we go. Maggie Gray's going to join us next live on hey. set. Bet MGM the night. BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you all week. You better you bet, and BetMGM Tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app.